0: Now it's time for our investment segment. In January and February of this year, investors around the world have moved $131 billion into exchange-traded funds, the biggest two-month inflows on record. So what are exchange-traded funds and why are investors flocking to invest in them? Joining me now is Toby Bland, CEO of Enhanced Investment Products, a company which manages a suite of ETFs. Good morning, Toby. Can you explain to us what is an exchange-traded fund?
1: To explain an exchange traded fund um, I sort of think of it like a shopping bag um, in the sense that we are able to put various financial products into a bag which allows us to list them on the stock exchanges uh, globally and therefore you have a lifetime price very similar to a
0: equity or, or stock. So within this shopping bag, there could be stocks, there could be commodities such as gold, there could be currencies, there could be a whole basket of stocks that make up an index. You can almost choose what you want to put in the shopping bag.
1: Uh, that's completely correct. And within there, there's already 1,300 of these shopping bags listed on the stock exchange in America. Um, and actually around 40% of the daily flows on the US exchanges are originated by exchange-traded funds.
0: Toby, if I buy an investment trust or a unit trust, it's sometimes hard to know each day what is the value of that. But with an exchange-traded fund, there is a price every minute of the day. Yeah, it's exactly the
1: same as owning a stock uh, on the stock exchange. China Light and Power, um, Shangri-La Hotels. It, it, uh, it trades like a stock as well, so there's a bid and offer price, and you decide how much of that particular shopping list you want to own, and then you, uh, you place your order with a stockbroker exactly the same as you do with uh, any other equity.
0: And does the exchange-traded fund guarantee to track exactly the price of the underlying assets? Uh, In most cases,
1: yes. It's a very efficient way to gain access to a particular uh, investment you want to make. And and what's been a revelation for exchange-traded funds is it's added lots more uh, to the menu. So now not only can you just buy equities, but you can buy bonds or fixed income. Uh, You can also hedge uh, yourself because you can actually short-sell the ETFs, which means that you actually make money if the um, asset goes down.
0: Toby, let me ask you to explain a couple of the terms you've just used. So by short-selling, you in effect mean selling something that you don't own so that you benefit if the stock or the asset price goes down.
1: That, that's correct. And, and, and um, within the exchange-traded funds world, um, you know, that, again, doesn't just apply to uh, equities. So at the moment, people are very um, aware that interest rates are very low. So one way to use an exchange-traded fund is you could buy a fund that would allow you to make money if interest rates go up. Um, You could buy an exchange-traded fund that allowed you to make money if credit um, became more expensive. And so these new uh, tools allow people to have a bigger investment horizon than just being able to to invest in, in, in companies that they only make money if they go
0: up. So these are very flexible products. What is the fee structure like?
1: Well, the first thing I'd say is it's transparent. And so this is where some investors um, are disappointed um, by different mutual funds or or other investment um, wrappers, whereby the funds are not properly explained. With an ETF, uh, exchange-traded fund, you are... Um, going to pay a management fee, which is called a TER or total expense ratio, uh, and that means that you know exactly what the cost or the charges are going to be for holding that investment for one year.
0: And how does that compare to, say, buying a mutual fund or buying a stock through a broker?
1: So the thought process here is is. Buying a stock is exactly the same as buying an ETF in the sense of you get charged a commission the same way, but you there's no further charges. Um, however, on the second part of it, when you come to sell a mutual fund, um, there can be what's called redemption fees, uh, and those fees vary. And that's the really the part of the expenses that are unexplained uh, in some of the investments that mutual funds you have in mutual funds. So it's just a, a buyer beware, um, and also to look at the to look at the um, key fact sheet when you are buying either a mutual fund or an ETF and be able to compare
0: the costs. Thanks, Toby. Now you know all about ETFs. That's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening to Money Talk Extra this morning. I'll be back next week when we are on red alert. We'll be taking a look at dangers to your financial wealth from issues such as cybercrime and stock fraud. And Jimmy Lamb will discuss how to deal with job relocation and its impact on your personal finances. In the meantime, this is Peter Lewis signing off and wishing you a great weekend.